0: Now will you? Hey, there we go. Is it working? There's, there's, there's recording, Nicholas. A shimmer of hope. hoo yay! Boy, howdy! <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Thirty minutes later. Thirty minutes later, we finally got it. we in business. Electronics suck. They suck indeed, Nick. describe how much i love that we have decided that's our song it's the perfect song oh it's so good yeah even after 30 minutes of trying to figure out how to record the thing like still get you in a better mood yes hi everybody welcome to booth buddies i am daniel bragg i'm nick Doty, and we are the booth buddies uh sports winding down nick um sports winding down talking about the high school sports yeah. yeah okay Boys it's basketball sports is just winding up, baby, in the well, professional well, level. Well, if you're a baseball fan, well, NASCAR and whatnot. F one testing. You. Racing. F one testing. In baseball. Yes. Two of the things I care about. It's true. I'm so excited about uh I want to find like I have done some digging and I'm gonna find it eventually. Mm-hmm. Um where this McLaren IndyCar shop is gonna be in Whitestown. Uh it's just off the interstate, I thought. I but there's like nowhere. I kid you not, no, no story, no nothing that it actually shows where it is at with an address or anything. Maybe it's a secret. I bet you know why, because it's a cornfield field at the moment. Oh, I guarantee it's a cornfield at the yeah. moment. But um, with me working in that area, I've already told everyone I work with that if they call for Internet, I am to have that ticket. How about you just go work for him? <laughs> what, McLaren? Yeah, <laughs> doing what? But I don't care. I, I don't do care. It. I'll sweep your floor. I do not care, McLaren. If you need me, I you will. You guys come need down. a need a driver? Let me know. <laughs> um, but yeah, how has your week been? It's been a week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know you got off work early today. Well, yeah. So does it really count as getting off early though? It's. I don't think so. Oh, ho- hold on. Hold on. Hold on. First. There we go. Boom. Something was off. We had these drinks sitting in front of us. Uh, Now we can work. Yay. Now this week, uh, so starting yesterday, Mm -hmm. like in the afternoon, our van wouldn't come out of park. So uh, most vehicles are equipped with a, a shift lock override. Right. So it's like a springy override button. Usually they're covered up with a cover. You pop it off, <laughs> and then you can jam, like, whatever, a pin down into right. it. Or uh, we were using a, a screwdriver, flathead screwdriver, and uh, it quit pressing. So got it to move yesterday. Brittany called me towards the end of the day, uh, said, hey, I need to go pick up the kids because the two youngest kids, two mm-hmm. girls, have been sick all week. So Brittany's, Brittany's missed a week of school. Mavis has missed a week. Luna. So, I tried to leave work yesterday to go help out, because she was stranded at 246 and six points. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was heading that way. She got to move to get it back home. So, I turned around went back to work to avoid getting pointed, I was already being pointed. Pointed? Yeah, we get points for leaving early. Uh, You get six points to get fired. Um, Yeah, I know. It sucks. So, I went back to work, talked to my director, got those points reversed today. Yeah. And then... Two hours later, the school calls, says Mavis has to go home. Oh, no. Brittany gets in the van, won't move. Yeah. Like, will not move, nothing's working, will not move. So luckily, one of her friends and coworkers brought Mavis home for us, Mm -hmm. Um, but at that point, it was like 10 a.m., I had already got a lot of the heavy lifting stuff done for the day, and I kind of hung around so I could help with the uh, waste disposal, Mm -hmm. because I'm one of the you know, certified fork truck drivers as well. One of the more skilled of mm-hmm. the three of us. Um, so did that. And I was like, hey, man, the right director I was like, I got to go. Like, I know I, I said yesterday, you know. <laughs> Thanks I was, for getting those reverse. For getting this up, but for real, I got to go this time. <laughs> and he's like, fool me once, you son of a bitch. <laughs> um, but he's like, no, I get it. It's a family thing. So I took a half day. I'm going to be pointed. It's yeah. Whatever it is what it is. Uh, got home. I had put in an application on a vehicle last night, kind of foreseeing what was happening. Yeah, so, yeah. But I was hoping, you know, the van could hold off to the weekend. I could do this instead of doing it on a Friday. But as soon as I got home, I, I called Chrysler uh-huh. to see if they could help me. And of course, they were no help. <laughs> they they said they'd call me back in 10 minutes. They called me back four hours later after I already bought another vehicle. Uh-huh. That makes sense. And said, hey, tow it in. We don't know what to tell you. Just tow it into us and we'll fix it. I said, okay. Are they gonna pay for the tow? No, of course of not. Of course they're not, yeah. Of course not, hell. <laughs> they're gonna have they would have me tow it, pay uh-huh. ninety nine dollars for them to look at it, yeah, then diagnose it, and then pay for that too. Yeah. So uh got a hold of the the fine folks at Patton Automotive, Sheridan, Indiana. Hey, there you uh, go. Uh Tara, she sold us vehicles in the past. Uh so we wanted we were looking at a Buick. We ended up going with a GMC Acadia, uh, you know, pretty fast you know a couple hours and i was out the door with another vehicle so it's wild how quickly, how quickly you can buy a it car. can be done yeah cuz uh since i started that process yesterday the whole financing ball got got rolling you know i sent her a few pictures a few texts i got there like at one thirty, started signing paperwork and we were out the door by 3 yeah so now brittany's happy she's got her a new crossover suv and Woo. they uh took the van on trade they'll mm-hmm. be coming to pick it up probably tomorrow well, at least they gave you something for it. Yeah, they they basically gave me payoff for it. Hey, that's then, fine. Payoff, it's out of my hair. No rollover. Take it, and then, you know, we're done. So, got that done. That was probably the most stressful part of the week. Got my uh, got my vasectomy scheduled. Woohoo! Yeah, boy. Nicholas's sperm so are going off the market. Happening. <laughs> <laughs> so, here in a couple of weeks, that'll be happening. Yeah. Now, I think uh, the the Acadia is. Uh, practically a carbon copy of the Saturn Outlook we had. and eh, not exactly. No? It's a little bit bigger. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Outlook was huge. Oh, really? Like, she... <laughs> wife called it... Uh, oh, what did... I don't remember. It, I, I don't think it was Tank, but I, she called it something, because, so I mean, it was what a massive What year was your vehicle. Outlook? Uh, the Outlook was a 2013? Okay, so this is the 2016 Acadia... The the SEL two package or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, chassis wise, everything underneath is shared between the Traverse, the GMC Acadias, and the Buick Enclaves are all the same, except for the outer shells. So, oh, I gotcha. Yeah, that's GM's crossover platform. Yeah, it was a 2013. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I mean, I like it. I think it has a nice look to it. Take so that, take that back. It couldn't have been a 2013. Why? They stopped making it in 2010. Well, I'm gonna guess it was a 2010, <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> no, it might have been an 09. Now that I think about it, Jesus. Yeah. Either mm. way, I mean, this was a few years ago. No, but I mean, I uh, I went for the Buick just because the Buick is a little bit more luxurious in my opinion. But uh, the GMC has grown on me over the last few hours. They're kind of beefy looking. Looking kind at- of like a square body beef look to it. Yeah, looking at it. Uh side by side, they're almost identical. Are they? I'm just going to say it. <laughs> the front end looks better than the Saturn, but everything looks better than the Saturn. <laughs> right. <So. laughs> well, that's fun. Yeah, Who so. doesn't like a new car, you know? It it has new car smell even. It's really Well, weird. yeah. I mean, they're really good at cleaning them now. Well, when we got the van, it wasn't cleaned up at all. Where'd you get it from? From Patton. Same place? Right. Yeah. Patton's a place I've always looked at for cars, Um, but I don't know. I just haven't found anything... At when I've needed it uh, at Patton. Well, the the problem with this whole ordeal was I was hoping to get a little more time, mm-hmm. but when you have you know six people that need to be hauled around, yeah, and you're kind of in a bind, it's either tow this you know 13 year old vehicle somewhere and dump two or three grand into it when it's not worth that at all. It's worth maybe fifteen hundred bucks, right? Um, it's it's either fix it. Or bite the bullet because that wasn't the only issue with the van. It had other things that were happening. If you, as you remember, uh, you know the brakes went out that one time. Yeah, I just had to replace the battery a few weeks ago. Jeez. And then this. So it how was, much stuff have you replaced in the last year and like between your house and your cars? A lot. <laughs> like it's been wild. I mean the the Buick. I'm, I'm gonna have to work on the fuel lines, but that's the first thing I was I've really gonna say. Haven't. Like the Buick's like the oldest one, isn't it? It is. I've had that <laughs> car now for almost ten years, and it's an 07. Yeah, and thing not an issue. It's a tank, <laughs> like it's got the 3800. You can't kill them. Yeah, but uh, now it was time to bite the bullet on the van, and I was in a pinch. So, you know, not the the vehicle I was pursuing, but you know, I'm glad we were able to get. You know Brittany back on the road. Yeah, because is it third row seating? Yeah, yeah. So like our outlook had third row seating, and, mm. and get, like it was a good car. Um, but like out the gate, it had uh that stuttering problem. I think I've told you about mm-hmm. where like it, it was it couldn't decide what gear to be in. Right. So it worked as long as you kept the RPMs like above two thousand, mm-hmm. and obviously that's not good for the engine. Right. <laughs> but eventually the tranny just decided to go out. You know what that sounded like? Mm. Transmission speed sensor. It was something in the transmission. I don't yeah. know. Because in, in I, I the more I was leaning towards transmission, by the time I had pretty well decided it was the transmission, was when I get the phone call that, hey, uh, it won't go over 25. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just highly revving. It won't actually shift. I'm like, oh, so the transmission's gone. It's shot, yeah. Yeah. So by the time we got it all the way down there uh, to where we traded it in, yeah, they... We, we were in a similar situation mm-hmm. because the, even though we had, we had just, we had only had it like six months. So we were right. so far upside down on it. Mm-hmm. Um, that sucks. Yeah. They, they told us basically uh, a new transmission was going to be like 2000 mm-hmm. uh, or we could put 2500 down on a new car. And that was ultimately what led to the cruise. Right. Just because we were screwed because yeah. like we were, we went all the way down to the like southwest side mm-hmm. because we had our eyes on a van a right. used one like it was actually yeah no totally we'll get that one yeah and then they said because there was so much negative equity on it that no bank would, would touch it would touch a a basically taking a used car and tacking seven thousand dollars on top of right. the used car. and no bank's going to justify paying that much for that car yeah so we were forced into it but you know, oh, that's in the past. Now we're in a good spot, but yeah, but yeah, no, I, I haven't bought a new car, and I can get in the itch soon. Camaro and it's really time, bad to it's Camaro time, baby. What? Camaro time. I want. Mm, I can talk about yeah, it that much. Patton's got a Camaro up there, huh? Patton's got a Camaro up there. Well, just saying. I mean, if I wanted a Camaro, I tell could him, get a Camaro. Tell him Nick you. <laughs> I was gonna say if I, you want if I if I had the money in the. And the go-ahead to get a Camaro. I'd have a Camaro tomorrow, but yeah. I need the go-ahead. You got the go-ahead. I don't have the go-ahead. I told you to go get it. You're not the go-ahead. We all know who the go-ahead is. Oh. We all know what would happen if I went, went ahead without the go-ahead. I know. <laughs> no, so we did that. I'm interested to, interested to see how they're going to get the van out of there. Out of my drive. Yeah, because if it won't go into neutral... <laughs> She and ain't just moving. dragging those tires. I think so. Yeah, they're going to hook gonna, up the winch. Have no choice but yeah. to drag that thing up onto a flatbed. Yeah, they're going to hook up the winch and just drag it. <laughs> Man, that's going to suck they for those tires. St- they straight up told me that it's probably going straight to the junkyard. Well, yeah. So, I mean, it's a, it had just rolled over 200,000 miles last week, too. Yeah. A new transmission in a two, $200,000 yeah. $200, well, van. Well, or not $200,000, 200000 Well, the, mile the transmission van. in it yeah. has 127,000 miles on it. Right, but if you can't get it out of gear, I know. <laughs> but man, I tried everything. When but I as got, long, the fact that they gave you payoff, yeah, good enough. I don't now. I don't know how much you owed, but still, it was like right around fifteen hundred bucks. All right, fair enough. So, I mean, good on them for agreeing to take it on trade. Yeah. But, no, I, again, yeah, good. But I was upfront. I said, hey, this knowing is what it's, it will not move, they could easily said This, this is what it's said said doing, no. and they're they said well we'll call you back in a few minutes to talk about it so thank you thank you Patton. yeah good job Patton. so that and then the vasectomy news and that's been <laughs> you know there's some fun videos i had to watch like getting prepared yeah like emotionally so, <laughs> you have to watch a you have to read some stuff yeah and is then, it because you're young is that no, why this makes making... for everybody oh really i'm not considered young by these standards well good um But no, I had to watch. I don't mean good as in like you're old now, but But no, I had to watch a video and they like mentioned in that video three or four times Mm -hmm. that younger people tend to have regrets about doing vasectomy. Right. So you need to have. This this is the video to talk you out of it. I think it was. Yeah, But it said to really consider, you know, freezing or banking or adoption because they said it's reversible, but it's very painful, very expensive. Yeah. Um, Nope. Um then they end with a, a joke about balls the doctor did and i'm like i'm totally on board with this guy <laughs> and he's like and he, he says sorry about the dad joke there'll be more of those to come and so make dad it, a dad jokes while he's down there with Do- your junk. dr snyder and carmel oh, or not okay. carmel and castleton yeah at the no stork place uh he'll be doing it he does the a no thousand stork it's called place? no stork
1: Jeez. his company
0: is called no stork um you could call it gun shop no stork too Call it blanks. I don't care. Like shooting, <laughs> shooting blanks, vasectomy <for> <laughs> clinic. There you um, go. But no, so he'll be doing it. He does a thousand of these things a year. So Adam in boy. two weeks, I'll no be, more doties. I'll be in well, pain of you. So he <laughs> It'll be all right. Nothing but frozen peas. Actually, he states that you probably won't need it. See, I keep. That's I, what I said, and then but I've been it, told by people no, because no. it depends on how you get done. So there's two different types of vasectomy. Uh-huh. There's the removal where they take out like two or three inches of the, of the vas deferens, or they it's the vas <laughs> seminal vesicles like the Florida State <laughs> seminal vesicles. Um, the the version I'm getting is the cut and sizzle method where it's cut and cauterized at the same time. So it's gonna smell like delicious bacon in there for about thirty seconds. But he makes a small quarter inch incision Uh pulls them out cuts and cauterizes and pushes them back in i feel queasy (laughs) no well i can't wait yeah uh, doing on international women's day so uh yay celebrate it was either celebrate the women either that or saint patrick's day Uh, celebrate the women sure as shit not doing on saint patrick's day can i drink (laughs) (laughs) no it's dude in the the uh pamphlet yeah so get this. Mm-hmm. It says you can resume sexual intercourse in three days. Three days? Three days after. If the pain is subsided. But. Yeah. But. but. I am required to wear a support and will <laughs> feel pain for five to seven days. <laughs> and then in parentheses, it says it's okay to resume drinking in moderation. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so uh, I'll uh, I'll keep you posted when that gets On done. the note of uh the best vasectomy uh nicholas there have you ever heard of bentcarrot.com <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that <laughs> if you're at home look up bentcarrot.com either the way no i'm looking I, up no now. i i so i i i heard a commercial for this pill or no not pill it's a treatment for uh what? Well, I'm going to get okay. d- I'm going to oh, read the sorry. trans I have the I transcript am learning with the people here. I have the transcript right here because this is just too good. Uh, so this is the ad. I'm not going to read all of it, but I'm going to read most of it. It starts with A bend with a bump in your erection might be painful, embarrassing, difficult to talk about and could be Peyronie's disease or PD, a real medical condition that urologists can diagnose and have been treating for more than 8 years. No. That was not a typo. Not 88. They've been treating this. Um, it's a bump on your dick. Uh, yes, but it's a bump on your already bent penis. Um, they broke it. You, are these people that broke. Their no, dick? no. This is like a, a clinical condition where people with bent penises like points to the West, uh, West, North, <laughs> South. Oh, speaking of which it, <laughs> I'll come back to that. Uh, <laughs> all right. Back to the ad uh, quote with Xiaflex, Look it up. Uh, The only FDA approved non-surgical treatment for appropriate men with PD along with daily gentle, this is where it starts getting good, Uh, along with daily gentle penile stretching and straightening exercises. I think we do that every day, right? (laughs) (laughs) Ziaflex has been proven to help gradually reduce the bend. All right. Yep. Uh, (laughs) Fast forward uh, real quick. Uh, Just a side note. Uh, the treatment is two injections into your penis. Um, normally a day to three days apart. For all you sounding people out there. Um, anyway, <laughs> Ziaflex has been proven to, uh, yeah, I already said that. Uh, don't receive. So now we start getting into the warnings. The serious stuff. Uh, don't receive if a treatment area uh, involves your urethra. I'll have a narrow urethra. I'm just like, it, it blows my mind. What, what part of my penis doesn't have a urethra? Um <laughs> <laughs> or if you're allergic to any of the ingredients in the thing of course uh which may cause serious side effects including uh-huh including serious side effects uh penile fracture or other serious injuries it's yeah, really common during an erection say that's, what the penile fractures is very common uh, just saying uh in severe allergic reactions including uh anaphylaxis uh Gesundheit. fasting forward yeah exactly uh do not have any sexual contact or sexual activity during and for at least four weeks after each treatment i'm telling you if you stick a needle in my dick i'm not going to want to do anything with it for a while <laughs> you know i'm making that face but i'm about to just <laughs> yeah well that's true uh sudden uh, this was where it got me even even watching or even watching the ad th- mm-hmm. this got me Sudden back pain reactions and fainting can happen. No, back pain reactions and fainting can happen after treatment. No shit. Yeah. You stick a needle in my dick. I'm passing. <laughs> 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 like out. There is no. Mm. So where are they injecting? I I don't. I'm the area. Are we going so like th- no, are we going like, down the shaft or th- even or on even so on the bin. So to visualize this ad, it's uh-huh. literally a bent carrot. They took it, it's a, a bent carrot on top of straight carrots they have a carrot that at halfway down starts to bend up which i pointed out if it bends up you're not going to seek treatment for that if it goes to the right or the left yes and if it's bending down as an erection that's just 2005 good charlotte doc my dick looks like a boomerang what can you do (laughs) got multiple (laughs) (laughs) bends so i mean but yeah and then tell the doctor if you have a bleeding condition because right. there's I a risk, there's a risk of bleeding. Condition. There's a risk of bleeding from the treatment area, Nicholas. So it's it's a curvature caused by the buildup of scar tissues. Yeah. So where'd the scar tissue come from? I you don't had know. To have already broken your dick. It's something. But one of my favorite things, because and this is what was in the, they don't read me a Manscaped they, ad they as don't, a palate cleanser. They, they don't. <laughs> say, they don't say this it, like word for word. Mm-hmm. What it is is in the lower little just right. the words because they don't want to say these parts is death part uh, of this signs of serious injury i didn't list all of them but this one is crucial right a sign of a serious injury to them is popping sound or sensation in your penis dude could you imagine if your dick popped <laughs> like bubble wrap there's no way there's oh god oh, yeah hey, baby I, <laughs> but yeah, bentcarrot.com. You can make an appointment. Boy, howdy. It says uh, they've served, uh, or not served, uh, they've treated, join the tens of thousands of men. You know what that That's says? That's not that many people. Well, the funny part is, at the bottom, again, in the little print, uh, because I'm a nerd and I go look at that, uh-huh. uh, in May 2022, as of May 2022, 28,000 treatments. That's all this has been That's proven. not that many. 28,000 in eight is, years. And this is FDA approved. Yeah. But again, penile stretching and flexing, uh, and then just take the erection. Look, uh, we're not making with fun the of the condition. If Absolutely not. If, you're, if, you're, if, you're, if you have it, I I am sorry, but this all, ad by all means, is just get it, get it fixed, get it right. Yeah, I mean, do what you got to do. But this ad, I will tell you what, that's a painful ad. But yeah, no, that I saw it. I'm like, wait, a is minute. it a funny ad or is this like all serious? Dude, I, I swear to God, it's a real ad. I know it's a real ad, but is it approaching it in a funny way or is it? No, it's supposed to be dead serious. I don't think I could deadpan sit through that. No, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. So many people having issues with their dick. I guess as many times as I hear fucking erectile dysfunction. Oh my God. Commercials on the radio now. Watch NASCAR. That's a. Well, just, yeah. Smiling. Filing. Smiling Bob. Smiling Bob's NFL gone. games and NASCAR nonstop ED pills. Everybody's dicks are broke. Everyone's, apparently. You see that uh penis sizes have increased for the first time in over two decades? What? 24%. How are we how are we finding this out? Well, I'll let you guess. No one's going around with a tape measure. Whipping it out, baby. People are just making They're it up. Taking They're taking surveys. They're taking sample sizes. Literally. How desperate are you going to be for money? I'm just saying. To I just saw, walk in there. Hey, that. Doc, you want to measure my erection? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, because all these surveys, they get paid. I guarantee you had to. How much did you have to pay? Five bucks. Five bucks? What, you wouldn't whip out your dick for science for five bucks? Not for five. How much would it cost for me to measure your dick? <laughs> for you? Yeah. And That's never happening. Why? And because here's the thing. I allow a doctor to measure my dick. Put your wallet away. Why? <laughs> I would allow a doctor to measure it if I knew I'd never have to see him again. I would not let my best friend do it. Why? That's weird. Come on. We've done a All lot right. of... All right. Tell we've already when, done a lot of weird stop. stuff. Tell <laughs> me when to stop. Seriously? <laughs> I love that Dude, movie. Seriously? No. Seriously? Stop. That's Schmidt. Yeah, I know. Seriously? Seriously? God, I love that show. God, I love that show. No. uh, (laughs) No, I would, because I got to look you in the face again. So what? No. In order to measure, that means not only were you close to it, your hand might touch it. And that's too close. I don't know, man. No. See? No. No. No one's ever, no. All right. So you never have to see the doc again. Yeah. How much money? I can be bought. See, I, uh, I mean, you give me a thousand dollars, I'll let you do. No one's gonna give you a thousand bucks to measure your dick. Five hundred. No one's gonna pay that. What, what do you think they pay these people like, to do these surveys? $25, twenty-five bucks is never gonna be enough, dude. I would totally whip my shit out for twenty-five bucks <laughs> for science. Look, man. It's for science. I mean, I don't have any shame either, but still, I don't like for twenty five bucks. I think that's just—it's twenty five bucks, and you're never no, going to see this. Here's person the thing, again. though: for twenty five bucks, I think that sounds like a scam. I've done more for less, but I'm saying that sounds like a scam where the guy's just trying to get real close to your junk for twenty five bucks. Hey, man, if you look, not touch, just doing measurement. Fuck you. Yeah. I don't want to kink shame, but that's weird. Eh, twenty five bucks. No. <laughs> A lot of dick talk I was here. I say, this podcast got real got weird. real dicky, <laughs> real fast. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotten dark today. Oh, but no, I even, uh, see, so going back to a few episodes ago where we uh-huh. were talking about AI. AI. What did AI do? Well, I recorded it and then AI Rec- transcribed it for recorded me. Recorded what? I recorded the commercial off YouTube. Oh, it and it transcribed it. And put the you? audio into the AI and they transcribed it for we me. We should have because AI. Because I'm lazy and we I don't want to have transcribe it myself. write an intro for us. I did that one day. Make it listen to. Alamar. I actually used that Chat GPT. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And what do you think? Uh, you had it write an intro for us? Yeah, that's hilarious. I I I, I forget the. Did I have to listen to? I basically all said fifteen episodes. No, what I did was because like Chat GPT, what you mm-hmm. do is like just give it a prompt. Oh, okay. <laughs> it can be as detailed or as uh, not detailed as. Have you been following you uh, Bing's AI? No doing some weird shit yeah like threatening to blackmail people i did see that yeah well and it, i think it it was uh it's becoming self-aware it, it was like. cert- well i i think is that the one i saw it something was begging them not to to say anything well, to the no, creators I, I saw something about where they were um the ai was looking for the launch codes yeah like hey here's an idea let's <laughs> stop creating self-aware shut things shut it down AI only is safe as long as it is controlled by humans. Right. Which it still is. Stop making it free flowing. The, uh, damn, I lost my train of thought. (laughs) The appearance of having sentience is all in the programming right now. There's no true sentient AI. It's just the way we're prompting it and, and having it talk. What are you doing over there? I'm going to give it a prompt real quick. We're just doing a live experiment. Uh a live experiment. Let's see. You having it write something for us right now? <laughs> oh jeez. Yeah. I said write an opening monologue for a podcast between two but two booth buddies that discuss sports <laughs> cars, comics buddies. and more. <laughs> it's still d- d- like my goodness. Make sure you tell them to put in about 10 minutes of penis talk. Oh, it saved my other one. So, <laughs> so, uh, what was it? Two friends and a mic. <laughs> I watched a movie called that once. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Cause I, I put uh, write a, uh, write a short opening monologue for a podcast hosted by two best friends who are also sportscasters about sports, pop culture, cartoons, music, and current events. Fantastic. You want to hear what they put? I do. All right. It said, uh, welcome to the two friends and a mic podcast. So they even named it. Uh, <laughs> it's a terrible name. Where we, your hosts, dive into the world of sports, pop culture, cartoons, music, and it's current events. It's just saying exactly what you gave it. We're just two best friends who happen to be sportscasters, and we're here to bring you your own, or our own unique perspective on the things we love. Yeah. Uh, and then, it, yeah, it was pretty bland. That is really bland. Um, I need it spicy. I told it to tell me why Thomas Jefferson was superior to Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> what did it say? <laughs> and it basically just... Tells me the story of Alexander Hamilton. Mm-hmm. But then like at the end of it, it does say it, it, it's worth noting that this is a subjective matter and depends on one's perspective and beliefs because basically it's shitting on Hamilton for <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> I also, so I, I, I'm glad to save this. So one day I got bored and I said, design a car that is part Camaro, part GTR and part Corvette. Yeah. It actually went through exterior, interior and performance. How'd it look? It didn't give me an image. Oh, I wanted a rendering. I know. I'd love a rendering, but I don't have it. Was that what you were going for, was a rendering? I was hoping, yes. Okay. Uh, But. You just have to Photoshop one of those yourself. Just for fun. Mm -hmm. um, The car, because again, this is broke down exterior, interior performance. So exterior, the body of the car would have the aggressive and muscular lines of the Camaro Mm -hmm. combined with the sleek aerodynamics of the GTR. Uh, the car would have a low stance, wide stance, and bold front grille inspired by the Corvette. That's just a I know. GT3 Camaro. <laughs> the car would have a signature long hood of a muscle car with a shortened rear deck, similar to the GTR. That's a Camaro. Uh, well, GTRs and Camaros really aren't that <laughs> They different. both have short rear decks. Uh, they do say, uh, specifically, the car would be finished in a bold and distinctive paint scheme with attention-grabbing accents and racing stripes inspired it, you by the just. All you described right there was a ZL1 with a wing or a GT3. Right. the The best part though is when you get down to the performance. Okay. Because the car would have a high powered and efficient engine inspired by the Camaro GTR and Corvette. It'd just be a ZL1. The engine would be a V8 or V12, capable of producing over you 700 horse and seven. 700- a fucking V12 in a Camaro. The car would have a dual-clutch transmission providing lightning fast shifting and precise control over the engine's power delivery. Like, it goes deep. That sounds pretty (laughs) badass. The car would have a top speed of over 200 miles an hour, would be capable of accelerating from 0 to 60 in under 3 seconds. Uh, They say that's inspired by the Corvette. Yeah. Uh, The car would be capable of handling the demands of both track and road uh, due to the GTR features. Uh, The car would have an advanced all-wheel drive system with torque vectoring and electronic stability control inspired by the GTR, could you imagine the Camaros? though. Could you imagine an Corretts all-wheel drive ride. Could you imagine an all-wheel drive V twelve? God, it'd scream! Oh my it would, god, it would scream! <laughs> uh, but no, that was that was just for fun. That uh, that was pretty cool. No, I, I like mean that. It, it's That's neat. The fact that I was shocked that it kept going that in depth to break down interior, exterior, all that stuff. The interior is just. It's supposed to be a luxury car. Like that was yeah. the difference. It's like the the muscle, Although, muscle, muscle, luxury. If you have a muscle slash sports car, you're not going to give a shit about luxury interior. That's true. Because I don't. I want to strip down as right. Po- but much that's as possible. but that was the car that if they took all three of those and put it together. So what were they? What are they pulling the luxury aspect? From the luxury is like? coming from the GTR. I didn't. I've never really thought of them as a luxurious car. You've never seen the inside of a brand okay. new one. Guess not. Um. They I got see. bucket seats there, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Um, see, the, the problem. It says the car would have comfortable and supportive seats with power adjustable lumbar support. Inspired, Boy, howdy! Inspired thanks. by the Corvette. <laughs> thanks. The car would also have ample legroom and headroom for passengers, which I'm like, what? Which car is that? Because none <laughs> of them. Because right. With the Camaro, you can't see out of the damn thing. The GTR with the does Corvette, have you're quite. Squeezing into the, it. The GTR does have quite spacious. So the GTR to me, like platform wise uh-huh. reminds me of more of a sedan platform. It is. Okay. But it's a two door. I know. That's but, stupid but, fast. The, but in terms of size no, the, and the G- interior and The stuff. GTR, I believe is taller than a Camaro. No. Yeah. That's yeah, what I'm I mean, saying. It's, it's got more headroom. When, and I, when I say a sedan platform, I'm talking about the being a big car. Yeah. No, the yeah. GTR is 100% a big yeah. car. Yeah. Even, even two people sitting in a brand new GTR, You've got plenty of room right. between you. And a Camaro, you're shoulder to shoulder. Yes. And Corvette, of course, you're literally on top of each other. Yes. One day. Let's see? One day. One day, what? I'll have a Corvette, you'll have a GTR or a Camaro? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Boom. Or we'll both I don't have know. Corvettes. I don't know. God, I want a Corvette. Maybe we'll be successful one day. <laughs> oh, spe- want- speaking of that, since you uh, mentioned work, uh, I was just looking at uh, teamwork online mm-hmm. and uh, IMS is looking for a truck driver. What kind of truck driver? <laughs> uh, over the road for indycar i can't do over the road my bit. license isn't for over the road yet 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 it could be <laughs> all right <laughs> very I, easily i said write an opening monologue for a podcast between two booth buddies that discuss sports cars comics and more mm-hmm. uh here it is welcome to booth buddies the podcast where two friends talk about everything under the sun i'm your host daniel <laughs> it's not fun and i'm mine. here with my co-host and best friend nick We're here to bring you the latest news, analysis, and hot takes on sports, cars, comics, and everything in between. Whether you're a diehard fan or just a casual observer, we've got you covered. From the biggest games and matches to the hottest car releases and latest comic book releases, which isn't a thing, uh, we'll, we'll break it all down for you. We'll share our personal experiences and insights. And we'll even have some special guests join us from time to time. See, I didn't even say that. Now, Daniel. Hold on. We're we're not done yet. Holy shit. Uh, So sit back, relax, and get ready to join us on this journey as we explore the world of sports cars, uh, comics, and more. Whether you're on your morning commute, hitting the gym, or just lounging at home, we'll be here to keep you entertained and informed. Thanks for tuning in, and let's get started. So what terrifies me about this one is this is exactly the way we would write. Yeah, a, pretty much. A promo for this. Yeah. I want you to save that, and we're going <laughs> to use it for football season. <laughs> for, we're going to make a Booth Buddies commercial. No, put, write and open a monologue for like a, foot, a high school football game. It's going to like... Yeah, but I mean like that, if we were advertising our podcast somewhere... Oh, yeah. No, if I needed would, a 30-second ad... How you would advertise that. Yeah, if I needed a 30-second ad, that's I could use chat. perfect PT. because that... I mean, that sums up what we yeah. do here. No, I mean, m- messing around with it just a little bit. I, I get why people are using it. Right. Um, Cause I even had um, when the state house was doing their whole thing about the uh, taking away the right to court martial. Yeah. I quickly got on here just to see what they would do and put right. A five minute speech about the importance of preserving a soldier's right to court martial. And it starts out ladies and gentlemen today, all this stuff. Uh, and then include conclusion, preserving a soldiers. I mean, it, it, it writes out a perfect paper. Essentially. Right. And the the problem with this, I see coming is these, these teachers are going to have to be like see, on the and ball. I, I mentioned this to you because uh, you hadn't heard about chat, the chat, was it GT or GPT? GPT. Or, uh, you hadn't heard about it yet. And that was what I mentioned is that colleges are having problems with papers. Yeah. Because you can't tell the difference. Well, like here, I'm going to see. So now they're going to have to handwrite them. <laughs> Go back to handwriting. Like, in front of the teacher. Yeah. Basically. I'm going to see how long this thing takes. To do I, what? I put, write a book report about To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, my God. you! I wish we had that. Like, this is going to have so much crap in it that I don't even know. Because I didn't really read the book. I didn't really read it either. I know we were supposed to. Well, the, the beauty of most of our English tests were, most of them were multiple, multiple choice. choice. And it was 10 questions. Or the easiest thing that, no, like... Kids, if you're listening. Was that freshman year? I don't remember. I think it was freshman English. My, my biggest piece of advice to anyone that's struggling on a test or, str- or struggles to take tests, especially if it's uh, questions about a book that you didn't read or whatnot, mm-hmm. um, read all of the questions before you answer anything. Because most of the questions on any English test, especially, if you couldn't come up with the answer in the first question, the second question is going to answer the first question. Right. Like... I, I don't understand why teachers didn't see that. I think they do. Oh, maybe. I think you're being guided. Um, they they we'll just see. They want to see how I like, wrote a paper in college on Les Miz and never read it. Say what? I wrote a paper on Les Mis mm-hmm. and never read it. You don't need to read it. Now it's a musical and you can watch it. Well it wasn't then. It's such a good it wasn't in 20- two thousand and Les Mis was always a musical. Well, I mean, well, movie. I say I'm always. About the I movie. mean, in our lifetime, it's always um, been a musical. Not back in, I mean, it was a musical back then, but 09 2010. Right. But it wasn't on like, yeah, I get it. The, right. the TVD wasn't out. So I'm kind of upset. About the it's paper. Ju- it it's wrote? just, it's just short. Oh, really? Yeah. But well, you didn't give it parameters. That's true. You didn't say, write if, me a five page paper about To Kill a <laughs> Mockingbird. Hold on. A uh, a 500 word. Or is that long enough? 500 words is what? That's. Is that like three pages? Page and a half? Is it? Well, I mean, how long were our book reports? I don't remember. Three pages? Really? Two pages, three pages? Yeah. My goodness. It's a report, dude. Not a paragraph. Write a thousand word book report. Write me a dysentery. (laughs) 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 Write my uh, eulogy. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. Dude, I think it's actually going to do it. A thousand, a thousand write word? a thousand word book report about the Kill a shit. Mockingbird. Let's turn it in, and get graded. <laughs> because I can already tell, like the first paragraph is longer than the first one, and like they're going into more detail or whatnot. This, this is, is wild. Great. This is wild. If you ever, if you're listening to this and you want to try it out yourself again, it's <laughs> cha- write my resignation. Chat GPT, uh, <laughs> it's the AI that can write pretty much whatever you tell it to. Um, That's wild. I guess the problem with chat GPT that they're having is mm. that the people have started pointing out that it's politically leaning. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well. I mean. What's not? I don't care. No, I don't I. I wh- why are you? I forget what it was, but it was something about uh, Trump, and I swear that might be a thousand words. Actually, it stopped short, so I bet it is a thousand words. Oh, my gosh. Hold on. Now I got to find out. Oh. How hide. many pages is it? Hold on, I'm going to highlight it all. And then... Uh, do a word count. Do a word count, yeah. I need a word counter. I don't know that I copied it. Oh, well. Um, I don't care that much. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, what was I saying? You're talking about being uh, politically leaning? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, everything's got political leanings. Yeah, that's... Who, who cares? That- that's everything these days. Oh, but yeah, no, I, I guess the... The, the post I saw was something like they asked what are Trump's best features or something like that. And it basically it basically said he doesn't have any. And then, oh, they sa- and then they said, what are Biden's best features? And it went on this whole book and whatnot. It's like, his, who cares? His earlobes. Who cares? Like if you need political like confirmation mm-hmm. that badly. Go jump off a bridge. Well, like if you're if you need political confirmation that badly, go to Facebook if you're conservative, go to Twitter if you're liberal, and leave us all alone. Is anyone still using Twitter? I mean, there's a lot of people still. Well, I say a lot of people. There's like a that, million people. I thought that ship was sinking. Well, they keep saying like. So my favorite part is when liberals are on Twitter mm-hmm. telling everyone that liberal is dying or that <laughs> that Twitter is dying, dying. and okay. like you're still using the platform, you idiots. Every time I hear anything about Twitter, it's oh, Twitter's dead. Twitter's dying. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. I don't use. And it most that of the actually. time, they're on Twitter when they say that. Yeah. Very rarely do I use no, Twitter it, anymore. And t- Twitter's dying, even though. Well, it's because it became a liberal hellhole. hmm Like, off the deep end. Right. Hellhole, and then it's like when, especially after 2020. Yeah. Um. You know, they they came out with basically. Because everybody was trying to say, or not everybody, a lot of news organizations were trying to say that Twitter was reflective of the population. And then it came out that like 1% of the population Mm -hmm. on Twitter was responsible for like 85% of all tweets sent. (laughs) Of all tweets sent. Like, that's insane. So anybody that says, you know, that like, oh, well, it's a reflective. It's not reflective of anything. Right. And not to mention That's a the fact small size. I don't remember how many members there are, but it's still a small number. Right. Like five million or something like that. Like it's it's not reflective of anything of no. reality. Um, but if you want to see how crazy, you know, people can get, go on Twitter.
1: <laughs> go yeah. on Twitter
0: and just say some uh completely obscure and random thing. And let the comments fly. I mean, it's wild. <laughs> it is wild how offensive or how really I can say how offensive people get by being offended you should jump on there and just put pepsi's better than coke and just let it go oh it'll start i mean i've done experiments like that before i've done it not necessarily on twitter i did one on facebook okay i don't remember what it was um i know i was in the military when i did it i think i was deployed so like i woke up that morning and made a post (laughs) and then came back 12 hours later the funniest part was the funniest part was my sister knew what I was Bet doing? You were goading people? She knew what I was doing because she told—I don't remember if she told me directly or she told someone else. Like Daniel's doing it again. <laughs> like, she knew what I was doing. Right. I was—I com- was—you uh, know—doing social experiments using social media <laughs> because just to see how triggered people can get right. by one sentence. And now those people are still the ones that are like, "Well, you're calling people snowflakes and whatnot." <laughs> Just, I haven't it, heard that in a long time. What Snowflake? snowflake oh, yeah. it's still a thing. Jeez. Yeah. It's still a thing, Nicholas. What'd you uh do you think of the Daytona? Um I Daytona's hard to like one, Daytona isn't reflective of anything. No. Uh it, it literally doesn't tell you about it, anything as far as how the season's gonna go. No. Um but I mean, congrats to racing. Yeah, I mean, congrats to Ricky Stenhouse for winning, but um, Daytona and Talladega both—I've never really put a lot of stock into them. No, like winning Daytona obviously is a big deal, mm-hmm. but it—I—I it, um, I, I liked it because they seem to be driving more with their heads. Yeah, it, that's um, what I can say about this year. It's yeah, people weren't you know. Just lead foot to lead foot. Right. No, they, they weren't wrecking each other unnecessarily no. so early in the race and whatnot. Right. So I mean that that was a positive thing. But it also, you know, from the casual fan that makes it boring. Right. Um it makes a it follow-the leader race. Which it it was a heavily follow the leader mm-hmm. race. But it I was impressed with the fact that they could stay too wide for so long. Right. I mean, I think like the first 15, 20 laps, mm-hmm. they were too wide all the way up to like second or third place. I think that they've made these cars so aerodynamic and handle so well now that they can do that. Well, the problem is, so like the biggest problem that people have had with now I don't know that they have the smaller engine yeah. on the super speedway. Mm, no, I want to say no. Okay. But like the the biggest problem with on some of like the mile and a half tracks mm-hmm. is that um they're so bogged down that they can't if, pass. If, well, not even that. Like if you Get out of the gas mm-hmm. for a half second. You lose so much momentum that you really? it takes like two and a half, three laps to get it back. Jesus, like, and then that time you are gonna fall back and fall back. And fall, it's because they lowered that down to like the five hundred and fifty horsepower or something like that. <laughs> Only, yeah. Well, it, I, I mean, know, I know when, when I think they're at sh- is it short tracks that they've got the big motors it's kind of backwards so like the the bigger tracks they have the smaller motors the yeah. small tracks they've got the big motors that, that are doing eight, like 900 horse i think it's 800 horse whatever between it between is eight and a thousand yeah and, and and so like i don't know daytona was fine it was a fun race yeah uh, i mean i think the it, it was it was hard to watch after chase got kinda, out endings are kind of with the green white checkered and the green white checker try kind of boring in my opinion well the the problem is let them race well let the the problem the problem with the green white checkered solution to uh super speedways in my opinion mm-hmm. is they're always going to they're putting literally everyone has a chance if you're starting 12th or first right. so of course they're going to drive through each other yeah so the idea that you're going to always get a checkered finish is immediately thrown out right. so what like on sunday what they could have done And I get why they threw the yellow, because it's a safety thing, like 100%. Yeah. But at the same time, then don't have a green-white checkered. Right. Because the chance that you're going to actually finish under green at Mm -hmm. the line is terribly small. Right. Because someone's going to drive over their head because they're going to try to win. Mm -hmm. Just like how Austin Dillon did it, what, two, three years ago now? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're running second, guy comes across your nose, and guess what? You're going to spin him. Yeah, I mean, and then there's a wreck behind you. But they let that one go all the way to the checkered. I mean, it, it's right. just, I feel like NASCAR gets it wrong too many times to leave it up to them in that situation. Yeah. So in the event that, like, that, I feel like at super speedways, if you're going to, like, you can have the rule that, next, or you know, you got to take the white flag and then that's definitely last lap, mm-hmm. but it needs to come with the caveat. We will not throw the yellow unless it's not involving the leaders. Yeah. And like something happens in front of the leaders, but if it's involving the leaders and seven guys get taken out, you're not going to throw the yellow. Right. Because you, you got to run back to the line, but you know, um, I don't know. Like it, it Again, I, I don't want them to completely skirt and not care about safety. Yeah, but well, I know they care about safety, but obviously. I don't think throwing the yellow on Sunday made anybody safer. No, it just kind of ruined you just, the run. You kind of temporarily prevented another wreck that was going to happen regardless. Right. Yeah, but at the same yeah. time, it prevented Joey Logano from winning, so I'm happy. And it did. stopped Kyle Busch from winning. Well, Kyle was in the wreck. Yeah, I know, but. For that first restart, yeah, there he did not have the car. Oh no! Well, he didn't he have the pusher. Well, he didn't have the pusher, but I don't think he had the car either. I think he scrubbed so much speed to try to get down in front of his teammate, and then Austin was way he too far back. back, five spots. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. because Austin wasn't up on him. Yeah. He should have in in he should have stayed up high. He already had both Fords behind him. Mm-hmm. Yes, you don't want to get left out by the Fords. Right. But at least you knew they were going to be pushing each other like hell. Yeah. And having Joey Logano on my ass versus Austin Dillon, I will take Logano every day. <laughs> and I don't even Dylan. trust Joey Logano. Right. But... Um, I don't trust any of them. No. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I I was hoping... Man, i tell you what, that last wreck uh had... Had the wreck not happened, i think Travis Pastrana finishes top 5, which would have been awesome. Oh, it would have been he so ended cool. ended up what, 12th. Something think, like that, yeah. yeah. And he was, he was the one that he was the one that got spun. Yeah. Uh, to start that whole thing. But, but man, he had a good day. I was hoping Jimmy could pull off a miracle, but he was involved in something. Obviously Chase was involved super early. Super early. which but it's, ruined my afternoon. It always happens. Man, i'm telling you, every time i sit down to watch the Daytona Chase 500, gets wrecked Chase wrecked gets out. wrecked out so early. Yeah. And then, you know, but this week, yeah, they're—I they're, believe they're in California. Uh, yes. Um, and I don't know when. Are they qualifying tomorrow? They should be. I hate that they moved qualifying to Saturdays. Yeah, Friday was the qualifying day. Man, Which I, I remember be. coming over to your house on Fridays and qualifying being on. Yeah, because it was yeah. that was the qualifying day. Right. But now, well, and I think my biggest issue with Daytona this year was qualifying was at eight p.m late. 8 to 10 p.m. Yeah it's too late. The duels started at 6, 7 mm-hmm. and then the 500 started at 3. Yeah. Why are you having them qualify so damn late? So late when the track is going to be so much hotter when they actually go racing. Yeah. Like it was beyond stupid. It, they were how trying would, to how would you like to qual on cold last cold time? They were cold track. I, they were doing their best to get a primetime slot. That's why it was 8 to 10. Like 100%. Because it wasn't on the typical Sunday because they didn't want to cha- mm-hmm. I and I don't even understand that. The whole theory of you're challenging the the Super Bowl. No you're not. No. Qualify at 1 p.m. like you used to. Right. 1 to 3 Just and then nobody's the Super Bowl watching, doesn't start till 5:30. 30 exactly. no one's watching super early pregame yeah, for no. football at 1 p.m. Oh the pregame for the Super Bowl is so stupid yeah. like but yeah, no, and th- so they wanted the prime time, so they took eight it, to ten. But would it draw enough interest for an eight to ten spot? That's the thing. Oh, I don't know. Can you justify a primetime time? They're spot just try- for th- Well, they're doing their best to try. I know because it but was still on just Fox qualifying. That's the thing. It was on Fox though. But my thing is, I wouldn't go out of my way to watch qualifying at eight to ten p.m. Well, the- I did. So. <laughs> did you really- oh yeah, you know I did. Okay. No, I I was definitely. Uh well I remember I texted you. I know. Cuz I was sitting here on the computer watching it. I don't remember what I was doing. I don't know. Whatever. It was I mean it's late in the day so Yeah. You could be doing anything. But no, I I don't know. Is Daytona. I'm excited to leave Daytona like I normally am every year. Um I think the only thing the only way that I'd get excited about Daytona is if my driver won. Yeah. But even then like I still don't put credit in the 500 meaning anything. No. Like it's yes just do you want to win it? Yes, but it's like the people that say, you know, Dale had to win it in order. To, no, he didn't. Dale didn't have to do anything. Had right. he retired and not won the five hundred, he still would be remembered just like he is. Exactly. But like the, the fact that he won the ninety eight five hundred, like oh my god, he finally did. it. Like it was just a storyline. They really hammered that this year, huh? Oh my God. Well, like, in, I think the I think that was the biggest thing I hated about Fox. Yeah that 75th annual thing or that they did before the race with mm-hmm. the CGI cars that were painfully CGI. Right. Like it looked so bad. Yeah. And I didn't really like Fox's broadcast. No, they suck. At all. They suck. It was kind of the same thing. I say situation. that as someone who freelances for Fox Sports. <sighs> they suck at NASCAR. I mean, a lap or a commercial every 2 laps. Yeah, it's it's Come bad. On. It it wasn't it wasn't every 2 laps. It was so I saw the I laps. saw the rundown. Hold on. Okay. Let me see if I can find it, it real quick. It felt like every two laps. It, it wasn't nearly every two laps, but it did feel painfully uh bad. So here, let me see if I can find the the breakdown of it um because Yeah. So hold on, hold on. I'll pull up the the ratings. It probably won't have that in there, but either way. Um the ratings were down slightly this year. Really? But it was down. So it was down. Uh, last year it was down. 8, it was at down eight percent from last year. Last year they got eight point eight six eight million viewers. This year they got eight point one eight one million viewers. It I was wonder, still wonder the most watched. Different. It was still the most watched show of the weekend. I wonder what was different. Uh, I don't know. It says home homes using televisions level was down from last year. Hmm. So. Um, I watched the majority of it on my phone. That's the thing. Like, these ratings, they still haven't figured out exactly how to work them. Because so, is that based off just hard TV, hardline TV? There, There's... I, I don't know. Like, there's a gray area. Like, I feel like if you're... I feel like they can track it if you're watching on... Like an Apple TV or something, but yeah. I don't think they can track over if you're watching air. over your phone. what about over the how do they track over the air Oh over the air is always a Nielsen rating thing okay They're, like that that's that's the most reliable numbers that they've ever used gotcha. Um, and really it's not even that because they can't give you an accurate number because not everyone has a Nielsen box in their house yeah what what it really is it's like a percentage there's there's some math equation that they come okay. up with a number gotcha um but yeah. But I mean it's still I mean they still got over 8 million people to watch. Um and, and actually at the peak it had 10.1 million. That's a lot. So, yeah. So the excitement for me around Daytona is the fact that it's the start of season. Like I don't get excited for Daytona as the race cuz right. it's a boring race. But just the fact that racing's back, that's what gets me excited. That's what makes me want to watch it. Yeah. No, 100% um, it's just exciting that there's racing again. Well, it's like even the Daytona 24 hour. Mm-hmm. It's not that good of a race. No, but it's, but it's racing. It's tradition and it's racing and it's yeah. sports cars and I like sports cars. Well, yeah. All right, here's the commercial breakdown, Nicholas. Okay. Oh, this is a whole bunch of information. Uh, let's see. Minutes of race broadcast: 200. So over three hours of okay. the broadcast was race broadcast. Okay. Forty nine minutes of traditional commercials. Too long. No, I mean I agree that that's painful because yeah. that's that's what. Uh, Forty nine minutes. At math. Would that's be... like a, what a, a quarter. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a lot. That's that's a lot. Uh, Fourteen minutes of side by side commercials. See, my my problem with NASCAR's broadcast and um and it's not even necessarily NASCAR. A lot of people like to blame NASCAR, but um. Yes, they have sponsors, but Mm -hmm. they're not the ones selling the commercials. No. Fox is. Yes. Um, Fox is the ones making sure that they get paid. Um, And the best part about ESPN covering F1, if you've never watched an F1 race, there are no commercials. Right. The entire race is shown commercial free. Now, granted, F1 races last 90 minutes, something like that. Um, but still, I mean, even IndyCar and like even NASCAR on NBC, they do, they do a lot of side by side. Yeah. Um, Yeah. NBC does especially. Yeah. NASCAR or uh, Fox prefers the full screen. Um, and while I get it, especially at places like Daytona, there's not a lot to show. Yeah. Um, but like they, the, I think the most egregious time was when they were in the middle of a side-by-side commercial break. Mm-hmm. Everyone could still see the track, and there's a wreck, and it was like the biggest wreck they of used, the race. They used to cut back in. Right. Back in the day, everyone kept waiting for them to cut, and they were they their refusal to cut back in was crazy because there was some time there was at one point they were doing a Fox Sports promo, mm-hmm. which they don't get paid for, right, and a NASCAR promo. Obviously, you don't get paid for that either, right? Like the last two commercials were a minute long, thirty apiece, and they were all promos that they don't get paid for. And we missed stuff. I used to work in TV <laughs> promos. You drop, yeah. Like if you don't get paid, nobody cares, right? It's just that ideal moment you drop those in. Yeah, you, you'll keep running the the commercial that someone paid a million dollars for, right? But if you're especially in that moment. Mm-hmm why are you still running promos? But like by the time they actually came back, the wreck was done. Look, we know what channel we're watching. That's true. We know what sport we're watching. Don't need the promo. Yeah. Well, like, and, and I feel like there, were, there was a lot of promotion uh, for the XFL. Yeah. Who fucking cares? And, and the USFL. Well, the USFL was Fox promoting it because they've got half of the exclusive rights. Which I to get it. that. Yeah. But who cares about the XFL? Well, you're gonna, I, I, you're certainly watch don't. It? I certainly don't. I certainly don't. I'm not. Dwayne, I'm tired of Dwayne Johnson. I am too. Him acting like he's some sort of inspiration. He, he's becoming, and I hate it because I actually like the guy. He seems like a really good guy. Yeah. But he's becoming like Ray Lewis. Yes. Where every time I see him, I roll my eyes because the man just won't shut he up. thinks he's God's gift to the world. Ray Lewis, every time you see him... Since he's retired, he speaks like a minister. Yeah. Not like a guy that killed a guy. Right. And we all know he killed a guy. Same thing with Snoop Dogg. Huh? Same. It's the same thing with Snoop Dogg. It's like, he does these cute little commercials and... Don't you hate on Snoop Dogg? Has, I'm not hating on Snoop Dogg, but just don't forget he killed a guy. Yeah. Total number of commercials, 133. That's ridiculous. Total number of companies advertised. This is the shocking part. 133 commercials... Advertising for 71 companies. Man. My God. Making money. 102 traditional commercials. What the hell's a traditional commercial? It's the full screen. Oh, okay. Uh, total number of companies or entities advertised 60 in those commercials. Total number of side-by-sides was 31 and 29. See, at least the side-by-sides... 31 commercials aired side-by-side. Side. 29 of them were different companies. Okay. Fair. Yeah, everybody gets that, one. That's fine. Yeah, everybody gets one. But total number of times that Fox utilized the side-by-side side was five. <laughs> five times. You got 500 miles five I don't, times. I don't mind them using the side-by-side, side, but damn, if there's some action, cut back. Oh, they even broke it down. The, the commercials you see the most. Coca-Cola and Coke Zero, number one, 15 Shocking. times. Shocking. 15 times. I think everyone's already, like, who are you swaying at this point? Nobody. Everyone has their drink. We're not changing. No. Like, Bush Beer and Bush Light, 11 times. That makes sense. Geico, nine times. Uh, Xfinity, eight times. That makes sense. They're a title sponsor of the second level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we were talking about drug, or are we talking about penises. Seven times that Pfizer, Pax, Paxlovid, and vaccines.gov, vaccines.gov. That means your tax dollars paid for seven freaking commercials. How do you feel to about try that? to talk <laughs> to you into getting a vaccine? No thanks. Oh my god! Not again, made that mistake once. Seven times, Paxlovid and Pfizer. That's just them doing their thing, right? The question is, was Pfizer selling penis drugs or a, a vaccine? You never know anymore. No. Hmm. Anyway. Mm. But they're at California this week. Yay. And it's normally better when they're at a track that's not a super speedway. Right. Because there's more action. It's more exciting. Yeah. I believe this might be the last time that they're on the big track in California. Um, I'm not sure. You know what they're doing out there? No. Uh, you haven't seen it? Uh-uh. So they're completely bulldozing the track. Oh, I And turn it into a that. short track. Yeah. Um, there's some uh some unhappy fans about that. Well, it I get it. Uh you're destroying our history. Sure. <laughs> I mean, it, it is a I think it's like the uh not counting super speedways. It might be the largest track. Mm-hmm. I know it's 2 miles. Yeah. Um but I think it's bigger than Michigan by yeah. like a hair, right? Um but either way, no they they I believe, let's see, um, yeah, so this will be the last race on uh, the big two-mile oval, and then they're going to bulldoze it and turn it my my problem is I'm pretty sure they're turning it into like a quarter-mile track. Ooh, really? Um, Never mind. Uh, That's short track, short track. Yeah, well, I mean, it's going to be a short track. Um, I'm trying to see if it says anywhere what the size is going to be, and it does not. Maybe Auto Club's website will have it, but either way, um, you know it, it's it's fun. It'll be fun to watch the I guess the last race on that big of a track. Chase is normally pretty good on uh, the big two mile tracks. Yeah. So yay, qualifying's mm-hmm. tomorrow at three. So nice. There's that race uh, time on Sunday for those that will watch it is 3:30. See, that makes sense. You qualify at the same time you would start the race. <laughs> right. Um simulated track conditions. Yeah. It's wild. <laughs> but uh one thing Nick, since uh, we're talking about cars racing all that stuff. Yes. Uh this is a fun little challenge I want uh I need you to tell me what this sound or like just based on the sound what you think this is. Okay. That is an electric Dodge. How do you know that? I can tell by the sound. That's an electric Hellcat, or a Red Eye. It's the new SRT Charger Dodge. Yeah. I can hear it. I mean, I can hear the sound. Damn, I'm good, Daniel. <laughs> you know you're impressed. I am. That's what a uh, that's that's what their new electric. Yeah, uh, SRT charger sounds like. Mm-hmm. They put speakers in the tailpipes. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the crazy part is people are complimenting this. Complimenting what? It sounds the, like a... They're gen- complimenting them saying it sounds more authentic. But it doesn't. I can it's hear... It's a speaker. I can hear it. Yeah. I mean, I can hear the audio. Like, it's making a specific... Mm-hmm. There's a specific frequency I'm hearing that you don't get out of an engine. Yeah. Well, you're, you're missing that actual explosion. Right. So... <laughs> Damn, Daniel. I'm good. No, that was really good. <laughs> I didn't I, I didn't know if you I mean, I figured you would be able to tell that it wasn't a real motor. Right. But I can tell you the specific. The <laughs> fact that you said that's a Dodge. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a short thing. <laughs> Sorry. I mean <laughs> No, you're good. You asked a car guys. <laughs> no, that's perfectly fine. That's that honestly that I don't know but that I was actually expecting anything different. Um, you could probably almost play any engine sound. I could probably get it. You're probably right. <laughs> and that is a quality that is fantastic. Yeah. Um, before, what was I going to, Oh, off, have I you, have, have you podcast. seen, have you been by the school, uh, lately? I uh, was just drove by there earlier. Uh, I saw that they got the, they're starting to frame out the field house. It looks like. Yeah. When, uh, we went to the, when I went up there to do the game yesterday, mm-hmm. um, that's the first time I had seen. Yeah, the framing up there, but yeah, I'm feeling heartbroken. Why? That the stadium's gone. Well, yeah, I I don't know how I feel about the fact that you will not see the football field. Well, I wish I had an option to grab a piece of the stadium. Oh, the seats and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I saw some people saying that, but the thing is, like, there were bench seats. There's I know. N- there's nothing to take. Well, I would have cut up a section of it. Yeah, well, and like just had a little seat. Yeah. Um, Although I didn't really sit there. Right. You never sat there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you couldn't even cut up the bench and no. me actually feel attached to it. Well, and the, it. the crazy part is people are saying, like, all oh, memories there from when they were in school and they're like talking like the 70s. Yeah. Those are not the same not bleachers. Not the same guys. bleachers. Those are the 1998 bleachers. Uh, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when, when they were talking about it, Mundy said they had already exceeded their expiration date of i think 20 years By like 10 yeah yeah like they they, had, they were old but they were not there when no. you were in high school no. um but i mean people on facebook were you know talking about right. how, all the, the so much history i'm like well yeah there's a lot of state championships won yes. uh, since they were installed mm-hmm. um but well i say a lot of most of them weren't i guess one in front of the ones before those yeah but um like in our our lifetime, yes, a lot of history in those bleachers. Mm-hmm. And it, like, it, it was kind of sad. I think the biggest thing I'm, I'm it's going to be hard to adjust is the fact that when you pull up to the school, you're not going to see the football see, field. See, I don't like that. You're not going to see the football field. There There is no way that you will see the football field. No, that field house is going to be freaking huge. Field house is going to dwarf it. And when you're pulling up and driving really in front of the high school, you're not going to see it. Yeah, I mean, unless the lights are on and it's nighttime, you'll see the reflection of it. Um, but you'll only be able to really see it from the middle school side. And that's kind of sad. Yeah. But, I mean, I get it. I think the field out's is going to be good for the school. Um, I think the gym, and I've said it, I think the new fitness gym, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. uh, you can make it look cool if the equipment in there is still ancient. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, right. And like the, it's going to be huge, mm-hmm. but and they have started laying the foundation for that. Oh really? Yeah. If you go if you go all the way up to the school, you can see where the uh, cinder blocks are and whatnot. So gotcha. I mean, they're they're laying that. Um. So it gives you an idea of how far out it's coming and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be a good sized gym. It's just again, if you don't invest the money in getting new equipment, right? It it's like or constantly upkeeping p- putting equipment. a lipstick on a pig doesn't matter. It's still a pig. Which You and I talked about they could lease the equipment and then yeah. have it swapped out every few years to keep it current. Yeah. Well, I mean, the 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 problem is um, they're spending all this money mm-hmm. on the athletic facilities, and while some of them needed updated, um, and I get this money could not be used on anything else. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that they're skirting responsibilities somewhere else, but it's y- you're you're bordering especially once the field house is built and Mm -hmm. you fill that gym and everything else. Right. There are multiple levels to upgrading the athletic facilities that they're planning. Yeah. And you're starting to look like all you're doing is investing in the sports. Yeah. And while I understand that's not actually what's happening, Mm -hmm. um, you're going to be hard-pressed to convince the public that's not exactly what's happening. Right. Um, Carpeting the band room is not going to, you know, appease the band parents. Why would you want your band room carpeted? Uh, it, it's the same reason why you would put treatments up in here. Reverb in a band is not good. Okay. Just like reverb with talking is not good. Gotcha. Uh, you want the sound of crisp and whatnot. Okay. I'm um, just curious. Yeah, no, that, that's that's why. Um, And then like again, for the arts, you're replacing the seats in the auditorium and giving them new now curtains. I think that is necessary. No, it was. No, I, no, don't that, get me wrong. I'm saying that all of it, all of this is necessary right. and is needed to happen for a while. But what I'm saying is it started out, we're going to get a new band room and mm-hmm. we're going to get all these classrooms and all this stuff. And now it's, um, we gave you carpet and we're going to redo the auditorium. Um, is the middle school gym remaining? The middle school gym, they are still working out how to change it. So the reason keep it as a gym, no, okay. Uh, the reason the band room idea fell through was because classrooms butt up right next to it, and I guess when the engineers were figuring out everything, they didn't factor in soundproofing. Yeah. So that idea got nixed almost immediately. So okay. then, um, so that's why they said, all right, well, we can't give you a brand new band room and a choir room, but technically the choir room has a new room. I didn't even realize the choir got moved. Isn't it behind the um cafeteria yeah that's what i thought it's it's over where science or not uh art used to be Mm -hmm. which i i had no idea until the play uh months ago but um but but yeah so i mean they don't necessarily need a lot but it's just when you're when you're building a new soccer stadium Mm -hmm. when you're completely redoing the softball diamond when you're adding you're putting a lot of focus on putting sports. a lot of focus on the sports um Those but at money, the same time the money makers but at the same time if you mention building a new school everyone's gonna freak out and be like "Oh, well, we don't that, need that that conversation's probably coming faster than people think yes it needs to come it, and, and and the thing is like that's what i was telling britney tonight is like you had 300 homes here and 300 more kids you're gonna need more school yeah have, have i told you well i'm not gonna say that on here um because i don't necessarily know that it's public info. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, it's not widely available. I don't, I don't know either way. I'm going to we'll move wait. on from that, but uh, no, I mean, e- e- even Dr. Monday acknowledged that like probably within the next 10 years, they're going to have to have yeah. a real conversation about a new high school. Um, and you know, it, and the funny part is even with a need, mm-hmm. this community is still going to be like, Oh God, no, because again, history. And I grew up going to that school and, but, but I feel like people were that same way. Obviously, I don't know. I wasn't, I'm not old enough, Adams. but I feel like people were like that with Adams too. Yeah. People, I remember when they closed Marion. I went to high school on the third floor. Well, I, mean, I, I remember when they closed Marion and yeah. people didn't like that. And then now it makes. Oh man. Remember when they were the combining the two schools? So yeah, when all the kids that, that went to awkward, Marion were coming to Sheridan? That awkward few well, weeks. The, the people <laughs> just to the outrage of why would you yeah. combine the two? It was fine. We Well, but I mean, even even us kids, like, it was awkward. Yeah. Because it felt like it was a whole, it, it was like merging us with Hamilton Heights. Right. Like, after a while, you'd make friends and whatnot. But, man, like, it, and it's not like we had a rivalry with them or anything. Yeah, it was just, just, they were completely, and especially when me and you were, I mean. Completely new kids. That was, what, second grade? Probably around then. First, second grade that that happened. And, I mean, I remember how awkward it was. Oh, I know. Because it was kids you had never seen before. No, and they're like, "Hey, this is half of your class now." Although some of them did play rec sports. Yes, some of Mm -hmm. them did. Well, I mean, we played we played rec sports with kids from uh, Kirkland and whatnot, Clinton Central, and yeah, that was when life was different. When Sheridan was the only place to play. Yeah, especially tackle football. football. Yeah, especially tackle football in third grade. We were it. I mean, we had kids from Western Boone. I mean, well, our third grade season, um, we. We had that tournament at the end of the year, the best West, mm-hmm. Western Boone team. Yeah. We ended up losing that, but you know, see. that may or may not have been my fault. Anyway, um, <laughs> I was shame. in the championship. We still won Sheridan. Shame! We still won Sheridan. No, I don't I don't say it was my fault, but as a DB, as I've gotten older, I understand. Yeah. I shouldn't have followed the guy to the middle of the field and should have. Anyway. Yeah, live and learn. As a third grader, as a third grader playing my first season of tackle How football. How dare you bring shame like that? I blame Jesse Williams. <laughs> No, I don't. We'll mention that to him in the fall. I, I'm gonna mention it to him every time. <laughs> I have, I've never. I tell you what. As much as I see Jesse, we have never talked about when I played football. He probably never does. once. He probably doesn't remember. Yeah, that's possible. He is getting old. Exactly. The <laughs> uh, yeah. sad part. Uh, quick side note. I'm only doing one baseball game this year. Really? Yeah. Which one? Home opener? Uh, no, I'm doing a uh, senior night. <laughs> no, they, because most of their games, like almost all of their games, 5 or 5.30, like period. Really? That, that's it. That sucks. Uh, and nobody's getting there. They only there. have one weekend home game or something? They have one weekend doubleheader. Wow. One. One. When is it? Um, April. Hold on. Uh, I had Coach uh, Spencer send me. And I'm only saying that because it's professional. He's not Coach Spencer to me, but... um. Yeah. I'm gonna call him Adam because I'm here. Saturday, April fifteenth. Okay, but yeah, is um, that gonna be a booth buddies? Hey, if you want it to be, yeah, maybe. Um, they do have a tournament on a Saturday in May. Yeah, I'm not interested. Um, but that's <laughs> that's at Madison Grant. <laughs> okay. Um, and then they've got a BC Invitational at Benton Central on a Saturday in May. But yeah, I mean it's. You're hard-pressed with baseball, and and I'm slightly upset about it because it's like, you know, I I did have fun doing, like, the three or four that we did last year. Right. Um, But, yeah, only one Saturday, so uh, after, depending on, you know, how the boys play on Tuesday in basketball, um, I might only have two games left all school year. And then I'll probably, I'm going to talk to the school about uh, graduation again. Because I, I know I got a lot of people watching that. Uh, we also, uh, I say we because you were a heavy part of it, Um, eclipsed 30,000 views hey. um, a game or two ago. Nice. Which is huge. That's a lot. When me and you started doing it, it's like 150 100, a game. Talking about the very first year? Yeah. Yeah. It was like 150 a game. Remember, and, remember when we hit 97? I know. We were like, I remember. <gasps> I remember hitting 300 and I was hyped. Right. Because, you know, that that's kind of stuff matters. Like, it's not all of it, obviously. It's high school sports and whatnot, but right. it, it's a big deal. And more so now because, I mean, that's when you're talking to potential sponsors. Right. Especially the bigger sponsors, not necessarily local. Local are going to sponsor whether it gets watched or not. Yeah. Um, but especially the bigger ones like Manchester when they when came on. You can on. take it to the table and say, you've got this Me yeah. eyes on it. And, and I'm going to, I'm going to draw up like a end of year review type thing. Yeah. where showing it's this, portfolio. this, yeah. Showing this is how many views this is how much airtime, uh, total time that people watched. Right. Uh, this is how far your money went, that kind of thing. And yeah, but yeah, it's, it's wild that it's almost over. And then, um, I say it's almost over like, but I'm sad at the end of every school year because yeah. then I've got three months where I don't do anything. But, you know, at the end of that three months, it's football. It's football. Football! We might throw something together. What? To throw up to, during the dead time. <laughs> as you spin the ball in your hand. I am. As I spin Nick it. Nick really wants to... I really want to do a blitzball game. Blitzball. He wants to do a blitzball either tournament. tournament or league. So, if you would have any a, idea... It would be a league, but, like, we could literally knock out a season's worth of content... Yeah. In like a day. Probably. 15 to 20 minute games. Yeah, if we recorded every single game. that's what, But that's that's how you do it. You, yeah. You record, you know, six games. And now you've got six weeks worth of content. Yeah. So. See, but that's YouTube content. We're not even on YouTube now. We will be with that. Man, we got to get on YouTube. You, but, but I mean, you'd put it on both Bragg Sports Media. Oh, yeah. Or YouTube. I mean, that way you, you keep getting people going to the site. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the, the summer's a we could do dodgeball tournament. Summer's a slow time. I I've looked into um, even broadcasting some uh, little league baseball stuff out in Whitestown, where they've got the uh, um, that new facility out there. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that was where they play some of the regionals mm-hmm. to go to the Little League World Series. Yeah. So ESPN's got exclusive on like the regional matchups. Yeah. But the matchups leading up to that. Anybody can anybody broadcast. can do it, so I'm like, well, I wonder if I could, you know, do any of that, and you know, if there'd be any interest in having that streamed. Yeah, um, I've thought about doing some Grand Park stuff. I don't know, we'll see. I just there's a lot of dead time, and I go crazy. <laughs> but I mean, it's also a time where I can spend it with the wife and kid because, right. especially winter, winter is such a grueling I know. schedule. We had a pretty mild winter we did but um not that it's over but it pretty much stupid might, rat will be the stupid rat said that we got six more weeks. shoot it i blame him you know what the uh t- high what yesterday 67 two days ago it? well here you know what it was in florida what 88 well that's nice yeah i don't know why we're still living here I think next week it's supposed pick up to be down, Sheridan, down in the 50s Pick up Sheridan and drop it. Say what? I think Florida's supposed to be in the 50s next no. week. No. Lies. Let's see. <laughs> I don't know. I know. It's not going to be in the 50s. I swear. If it is, I'm going to I I, I hate winter so much. Yeah. but um, It's a weird time of year. Huh? Michigan's under ice, so. Yeah. It's wild. Like They still have 700,000 people without power. Really? Did you see another thing happen in Ohio? What now? There was like some fire or something. Dude, there's been three train derailments in a week. Did you see how they're uh, blaming it on a guy who hadn't been in office for three yeah, years? Yeah, I know. <laughs> the guy. You mean the same guy that showed up there with his own money oh, yeah. distributing supplies and food? Dang. That same guy? I'm not going to dive deep into it, but we'll, bl- bl- blaming, blaming someone who hasn't been in office in three years is kind of... Mayor Pete, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, Mayor Pete. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder if he was in the military. <laughs> they, they never talk about it. Or no, they don't. They, they talk about him being in the military about as much as uh, Todd Young talks about being in the military. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, he's a Marine. Did you know that? Um, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> moving on to uh, weird and crazy news. Hey. Uh, this isn't necessarily weird and crazy, but it is wild. Okay. Um, I guess that's crazy, too. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. Uh, Did you see the story about this 2007 iPhone? No, uh, lady left her 2007 iPhone in its mm-hmm. box for over a decade. Okay, never opened, not even cut the plastic. So new in box, just sold for sixty three thousand dollars. Why? I because people are dumb. That's why. Her I name probably, is. I probably have one of those sitting in a drawer. Her name is, of course, Karen. Of uh, uh, course, Karen Green got a new job in 2007. Some of her friends pitched in to buy her a brand new iPhone. <laughs> And while hundreds of thousands of Americans clamored to get their hands on the first version of the revolutionary smartphone, Green wasn't one of them. Yeah. In part because she had upgraded her n- new not n- non-smartphone mm-hmm. not long before and reportedly didn't want to switch from Verizon to AT&T. They weren't even called smartphones then. I know. Green kept the first generation 8 gigabit phone sealed in the box, <laughs> gig. Rele- realizing as the years went on that a collector might come to find it valuable. Her hunch was confirmed when appraisers on the show... On what show? Oh, she went on a... She told a daytime... I skipped a paragraph. Yeah. She told a daytime television program, The Doctor and the Diva, in 2019. What <laughs> the hell? That's a terrible show. That's a terrible name. name. Uh, They they said it estimated about 5000 But the results of an online auction shattered all expectations this weekend <laughs> when Green's iPhone sold for $63,356.40. That's a lot of money for an iPhone. Why? Sheesh. Why? I don't know. Some of the notable features. I don't need to be notable features. It's an ancient phone. It wasn't phone. able to do anything. It could text. Wow. Bidding started at 2500 bucks. What? what? the price of an iPhone. A new iPhone. <laughs> it's more than a new iPhone. A little bit. Uh. There were 10 bidders competing for the phone, which ultimately went to an unnamed individual from the U.S. And c- Trump bought c- it. Congratulations! Trump bought it. He was, was Iran. <laughs> oh yeah, Iran bought it. But I mean, I could go in depth into this, but I don't care about that's the terrible. person that kept it. But I mean, that's no, that's silly. that's wild. That's silly. That someone paid that much for it. Um, the St. Louis Zoo is having a problem, Nick. Okay. Uh, with, with owls? No, with a bear. Uh oh. The second. Brief escape from his enclosure. Row. That was two hours ago. Jeez. St. Louis AP's St. Louis Zoo officials say that they are working to find a way to keep an uh, Andean? That's got to be it. Yeah. Andean bear named Ben inside his clo- enclosure after he escaped Thursday for the second time this month. <laughs> Think the bear is smarter than you. I think so. <laughs> the Yogi. bear was outside for less than an hour and was found only about a hundred feet away. Well, yeah, because what's he gonna do? Yeah, when they found him, was just like, hey, hey, yeah, well, guys. <laughs> oh, I, hey, I that, just thought I, I found a new area. I need to throw away this can. Um, Jeez. the the four year old bear who weighs about three hundred pounds was okay. tran- tranquilized and returned to the enclosure. Visitors and staff. Uh, were kept inside zoo buildings, of course. Duh. Uh, The bear escaped on February 7th by tearing apart clips that were attached stainless... that were attached stainless steel mesh to the frame of the enclosure's door. See, that time he really wanted out. He was trying. (laughs) He did not wander far and was outside for about 90 minutes. Um, In response, the zoo added stainless steel clips with 450 pounds of tensile strength in the mesh... But Ben that managed does not to sound like enough. He managed to snap those clips too. It's a bear. <laughs> Speaking of animals getting loose, uh-huh. my cat was gone for almost a whole day and didn't even know it. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. There's a cat story he in here too. He escaped. My neighbor had him. Uh, I saw where. Where is it? There was a cat story in here too, and I was looking at it. Yeah. Uh, so this it came out eight hours ago in uh, Virginia. Authorities in Virginia... Well, here's the headline. Missing cat reunited with owner after nine years in Virginia. <laughs> nice. I got news for you. It's not the same cat. No. <laughs> it just looks really similar. <laughs> uh, authorities <laughs> in Virginia said it's cat missing for nine years. Okay. Was reunited with her owner after showing up on a local resident's porch. You telling me this thing was rabid for nine years? and oh, just came back? just came back. You... You adopted a stray. Stop lying to people. This story obviously came from this cat lady, and she's making it up. It's mine. I lost it. Oh, what a crazy coincidence! Crazy Uh, lady. Henrico. Is that really Henrico? Henrico. Henrico County Police said in a Facebook post that its animal protection unit dispatched an animal protection officer on Tuesday when a a cat when a local resident called to report a stray cat had taken up residence on their porch and was refusing to leave. The officer brought the cat back to the county shelter where the feline was scanned for a microchip. All right, fair enough. So it was chipped? Yeah, it was chipped and identified as Piper, a cat reported missing nine years earlier. What was this cat doing? Living its life, obviously. (laughs) Let it go. If it was, again, like if it, that's a a wild cat. It's a wild cat, yeah. Nine years that no one had this cat. After X amount of months, it's a feral cat. This thing was eating wild animals. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's someone's pet. It's practically a tiger by this point. (laughs) Nine years. And, like, the owners all smiles and whatnot. Hey, I I was already over the grieving. Now you get to grieve twice. Now you gotta dig up that empty cat coffin. Now you get to grieve twice. I don't even know that I'd want an animal after nine years of missing it. No. Like, it's not like you sat around thinking, oh, God, I miss my cat. You got over it. You moved on with your life. You bought four more cats. You grieved and moved on. And now... You get to grieve all over again when it eventually dies. And after nine years, take it to the vet first trip. I bet it's got something wrong with it. Although cats live a long time. They don't live that long. Yes, they do. They live like 15 years. 15 to 20 years. I mean, how? I don't know. I still call BS. I do too, but whatever. I call BS. Uh, Here's a headline that I I love. It's off of uh, Lad Bible. I don't know if it's Lad Bible or La. It's Lad Bible. Is it Lad? Okay. Yeah. Um, this came out, uh, earlier today, man who got a letter informing him he was dead <laughs> was forced to get a note from the GP to prove he was alive. All right. Uh, there's nothing, nothing says government sucks like right. a story like this. A man <laughs> ended up with the shock of his life after he received a letter from the government telling him he was dead. 48 year old Mark Cusack is a former town counselor for Hunger, Hungerford I'm assuming England and was in a in for a surprise when he received an not or an ominous letter from the Department of work or for work and pensions they're gonna say he died just so they didn't have to pay him right that's exactly what's coming exactly what it is uh, the letter informed him that he had tragically died. Uh, which was news to Mark. Sorry. And left him without a national insurance number, meaning he was stuck with no way to pay his council tax. Shocking. <laughs> Stop trusting the government, people. Uh, Mark, who lives with his dog, Puggles. Puggles, what a name, I'll, huh? I bet you can guess what kind of dog it is. It's a Puggle. It's a Puggle. Uh, said that his. St. For- Bernard. <laughs> <laughs> said that his former place of work had even been informed of his passing and he ended up having to go to his GP. I don't know what a GP is, Um, but it just keeps saying GP again. I'm not British Um, (laughs) for a doctor's note to prove he was still alive. (laughs) General Uh, practitioner. There it is. I literally, I thought of that as you said it. Um, it may sound ridiculous, but if the government thinks you're dead, it can take a bit of effort to get them to fix that little mistake. Take advantage of it. And you'd probably want to know why they thought you'd shuffled off your mortal coil in the first place. Right. This is. Who, it's very British. Who writes that it's way? It's very British, bud. He, he looks very British. Here you go. You want to see a picture of him? It looks like a British Phil Collins. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mark said he could see the funny side to it all, and now managed to get a note from his GP to confirm he was actually still alive. He said she joked that I should consider cashing in uh, any life insurance I might have. I've reported the matter to Action Fraud. <laughs> this whole story just r- screams British. Yeah. Even even like you were pronounced dead. Oh, it's okay. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> It's wild. Uh, here's another one. Uh, this is from 20 hours ago, and I don't know that I really want to read it, but I'm going to read it just, just read because the, of the headline. Just read the tagline. Mum says, again, British. Mum says, the British stories. She says she doesn't need, uh, she doesn't use toilet paper because uh, the family have a shared cloth. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> <laughs> I have no words on this one. I mean, I. Yeah. Yeah, they, they've got a shared cloth, so they don't need toilet paper. Uh, cocaine Bear is already being called one of the best movies of the year. See? Uh, and I've seen other people saying, just really shitting on it, so. It's it's not going to be good. No, you know what you're getting just yeah. by going to it. Yeah. So, piss off. Like, have some fun. If you can't, yeah, if you can't it. have fun with it, then just. You're going to go see it? Uh, no. I want to. But why? Because it looks entertaining as hell. And Elizabeth Banks is directing it. Do you know Brad who Burt Kreisner is? Yeah. Did you see the He's Machine Got a Movie? it's coming out. Yeah. Oh, that movie's going to be so good. I want to see that. That movie's going to be so good. Um, let's see what other news we have. We haven't even talked about the holidays. Let's move to holidays. Move to holidays? Yeah. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of news this week. Uh, alligator pulled from NYC Lake had swallowed bathtub stopper. That's just sad because that means that someone littered. Um <laughs> Uh, fun. Here's one. Look, I'm not going to dive deep into it because it's got geopolitical crap in it, but, uh, Russian pranksters call Merkel. Um, I believe that is, uh, yeah, it's Angela Merkel. She's, um, somebody of importance. Uh, the German chancellor, former German chancellor. Uh, they called her posing as Ukrainians, ex-leader. <laughs> <laughs> that was crafty Russian. That's funny. <laughs> uh, oh, and here's another one. Uh, paper. Paper Chew, more restaurants trying subscription programs. Would you ever pay a subscription program for food? No. No. Never. Consumers are willing to pay monthly subscription fees for streaming services, pet food, and even toilet paper. And now some restaurants are betting they'll do the same for their favorite meals. There is so. no... I eat a crap load of McDonald's. I would not join a subscription base for McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah, Like, No. Large mm-hmm. chains like Panera and PF Chang's, as well as neighborhood hangouts, are increasingly experimenting with the subscription model as a way to ensure steady revenue and customer visits. This is not going to last long. It's not about customer service. They just no. honored it right there. Right. It's about making sure they have a re- reliable stream of revenue. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're they're following a trend. The average American juggled six point seven subscriptions in two thousand two up from four point two in twenty nineteen. Right. But we're talking subscriptions like Netflix right. and Not HBO. Food. Not I need a McDonald's subscription. Oh, I need some Panera. Did you <sighs> did you renew your subscription? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Shit, we can't serve that, you, bud. That was about the best way I could clear my throat that way. Um. <laughs> Make it super loud so everybody hears it. Um, perfect, perfect. I wasn't gonna do it in the mic, but I'll still do it super loud. Um, yeah, that's that's wild because I'm I'm never paying a subscription for food. That's like even those even those healthy ones where they like send you all the food. It's not even go healthy. to the store. Or you mean like the well, not, I can't think of what I was they're called. Say Lean Cuisine, but like the uh, Terry Bradshaw one. The uh, well, they got was. the Terry. Br- what, what's the what's the really big one? Um, uh, Weight Watchers. No, that that's for, like, actual weight. I'm saying, like, they send you food, healthy fresh or something like that. Yeah, hello fresh. Hello fresh, yeah. Yeah. Like, how about you go to the store? But that is, they're just sending you the ingredients to make a meal. Yeah, but they oh, they, they send the instructions, too. It's silly. Yeah. It's for people that don't know how to cook. Yeah, pretty much. So. And they spend so much money. So we received one as, like, a gift. hmm Like, one of those meals. And, uh. We did it and I'm, it, it, I mean, it was good. It tastes, I mean, I'm sure it tastes good, but it's, but again, like looking at the instructions, it's like, it is spelled out as if you've never cooked a thing in your life. (laughs) Like, well, you know, I know. All right, Nick. Okay. Holidays today. Okay. Oh, tomorrow's a, never mind. Not a good one. Um, What's not a good one? Hold on. Well, the three, there are three today. Okay. Uh, number one, at least, just listed, uh, National Skip the Straw Day. I imagine this is something about eco-friendly people. On the fourth Friday in February, the coral keepers ask you to consider a different way on National Skip the Straw Day. They're the reason why we have, yeah, as you drink from a straw, uh, they're (laughs) the reason why we have paper straws, I guarantee you. those are terrible, by the way. Terrible. Ugh. Although I do like the sippy cups that, uh... I'm down with a good sippy cup. The, who was it? Was it Starbucks moved to the sippy cup? I think so. Yeah, I really like that. No, I mean, I'm down with the sippy cup. Yeah, I like the sip lid. Yeah. It's just, at, at what point do we just say that we're all three again? Yeah. <laughs> Look, there are very few ways that that men, boys turn into men, and the straw is one of them. If you take us back to the sippy cup, we we literally didn't grow up. We right. just got bigger. Exactly, <laughs> which I think that's the case anyway. Well, it's mostly, yeah. Uh, <laughs> National Tortilla Chip Day. See? Uh, I did, again, National Tortilla Chip on February 24th celebrates a crunchy chip that provides a multitude of ways to enjoy it. I like a good tortilla Who chip. Who celebrates this? Uh, I would. I mean, everyone? If I knew. Uh, it was, even though tortilla chips have always been considered to be Mexican food known as tostadas, tostadas. Uh, they were first mass-produced in Los Angeles in the late 1940s mm-hmm. uh, Rebecca Webb Carnza Carenza Car- I don't know uh, let me see it say what let me see the name Carenza I don't know I'm not Spanish okay yeah I don't know uh, receives credit for making the crisp chips popular she and her husband operated a deli and tortilla factory in Los Angeles nice its creation happened almost by accident. I'm not going to read why, why, but, oh, how to observe it. Uh, Celebrate by eating tortilla chips. Ah, there you go. Well done. (laughs) Ta-da. It's that easy. Uh, How many, oh, they got even frequently asked questions about tortilla chips. How many calories are in a tortilla chip? How many? A single tortilla chip? One tortilla chip. How many calories? 35. 10. Way off. Sorry. Uh, Sorry. (laughs) Uh, Who celebrates it? Anyone who likes tortilla chips. Okay. Fair enough uh national tartar sauce day i like tartar sauce mm. nice malt vinegar and tartar sauce what put malt vinegar on your fish no why not eat it with ketchup ew i really ew, do what They're the like, fuck no. is wrong with you <laughs> that's the only way i eat fish. God. swear to god that's move on well no it's because look i love a good long john silver's but not with ketchup. Oh yeah, you dip it right in there. The fuck is wrong with you? Nothing. You don't dip fish it's, in ketchup. You don't eat. You don't eat fish sticks with ketchup. No. Oh, get out! I of I use here. tartar sauce or cocktail sauce. All right, fair enough. I use ketchup. <laughs> Jesus! I put that shit on everything. I guess. <laughs> fuck. What's wrong with you? Ketchup. What? Ketchup's delicious. Not on fish. Yeah. On fish. On. Uh, um. Uh, uh, chicken on no, not even on chicken. On, what? No. Well, it depends. Wendy's chicken nuggets with ketchup okay. are the bomb. Nuggets and just chicken. It's because chicken because when you tell me chicken, I'm not I'm thinking. I'm about not like eating nice grilled, grilled, grilled no, chicken breast. No, 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 no. Okay. Give me the breading. I don't. I can't I, eat anything without breading. I like grilled. I well I, a nice I take blackened that back. chicken. Mm. I, I can eat fish without ketchup if it's not fried if it's like fresh i just caught it we skinned it cooked it that fish right i'll eat without ketchup but you got to hit that with a little citrus i i i i eat it like you just don't still you don't know how to eat fish. i i don't have it i don't <laughs> i don't have think a you know dis- i don't think you know how to eat fish. i don't care I don't have a uh. What's the word? A distinct palate. Yeah, a distinguished palate, in okay. my opinion. Like All no, right. I, I. Fine. I'm keep, a basic man. Keep dipping your fish and catch. I'm practically a caveman. Leave me alone. Uh, tomorrow, uh, National Chocolate Covered Nut Day. I it started done. off so good, and then they threw nut. I can in get there. down with that. Good double dip nut. Uh, they uh, that February 25th recognizes the delicious. And crunchy snack drizzled, covered, dunked, or smothered in chocolate. Mm. Possibilities are endless. Yummy. For thousands of years, nuts have been a staple of the human diet. The walnut was a favorite of the ancient Greeks and Romans, while Native Americans favored pecans. Do not like walnuts. Hmm? Don't like walnuts. I think it's the texture. Hmm. I do like good cashew, though. I could make a Friends reference right now. You could make it, but I'm not going (laughs) to understand it. Well not get it, bud. <laughs> there, there's an episode where uh, the, a really lame, boring guy mm-hmm. is talking about uh, nuts or as seeds that masquerade as nuts, like legumes, huh? Seeds, legumes, and nuts. Oh, I don't know. Okay, but he, he's just talking about seeds that masquerade as nuts. I don't remember what they started the with, but as he's walking away, he's like, because he asks, like, can anyone else name? a seed masquerading as a nut. And then they talk about anything else that he gets up and he's like, Oh, and the answer is what is a Brazil nut? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, I love that show so much. Uncultured cultured swine. Don't like it. Um, whatever. How to observe, uh, obviously eat it, eat the damn nut. <laughs> Uh, there are no official origins, which means someone just and made someone it up. made it up, like all these days. Do nut clusters count on this holiday? Yes, of course they do. <laughs> Who asked these questions? Oh, and then the final one Nobody. tomorrow. Uh, National Clam Chowder Day. I like chowder. I like a <laughs> good chowder. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with no, you? No, dude. No. Not a good chowder, huh? No. No chowder at all? I, I'm not a chowder soup type kind of guy. So, like, you wouldn't eat, like, a corn chowder? i have never seen a corn chowder. Oh, okay. I would try a lot of things. Corn chowder's good. I don't think I've ever tr- had clam chowder. It's chewy. It doesn't sound it's good. So chewy. The only clams I've ever enjoyed are Knock it off. Uh, <laughs> are the uh, tell me more. Tell me. The, again, Long John Silver's the the deep fried uh, clam battered strips. ones. Strips those suck. No, not strips. That like the clams, and you just pop in your mouth. They're they're like popcorn they're shrimp. Cut up clam strips. I don't know. They're good. Okay. Don't you roll your eyes at me? They're I'm good. Not. Tomorrow is uh start of spring training games Ooh. for baseball. So Cubs play Giants. Oh yeah? And then the bananas have their season opener at home or their home opener, I guess. Yeah. Stream it. It's on YouTube. Watch it. Watch it. Go bananas. Believe it. Make it part of your life. It's so good. But since we're uh since we're here on Friday, we can go all the way to Sunday too. Oh, there's five on Sunday. Uh what is this? Uh, National Tell a Fairy Tale Day. Okay. Um, That's fitting for Sunday. St- <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I almost made the joke myself. <laughs> I'm glad we're on the same wavelength. Oh, God. we've always been on it, but I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's also National <laughs> Pistachio Day. Good. Uh. National Letter to an Elder Day. <laughs> All right, dears, Papa. Well, I mean, Letter to an Elder and Fairy Tale Day. There you go. That's fitting. Yeah. uh National. I think this is set. A, yeah, Set a Good Example Day. That's every you do day. That every day, people. My God. Every day. Stop needing a special day for just being a good just person. Be a decent person. And they've got that on there twice. Oh, good. So do it twice. Well, no, because one of them says 12 a.m. to 12 a.m. The other one says 11 to 1130 <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> for, just, for just half an hour. Half an hour. Half an hour. Person. Set a good example. Please. Everything else. Not important. It's good stuff. Um, since we're not going to be on, we're just going to keep going uh, for the next uh, <laughs> little bit. Um, ooh, Monday's National Polar Bear Day. OK, I can get down with that. I don't know why it, they need a day, but God Probably bless just them. Just to recognize that they're endangered. Uh, it's also a uh, national Kahlua day. I could also get down with that. <laughs> and a- anosmia day or a- anosmia awareness day. I know I'm not saying that right. I don't know what um, that is. It- Insomnia? N- no. Anosmia. I don't know what I- that is. I-, 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 I don't know. Uh, there are many causes for anosmia. What is it? Uh, the most common reasons are due to upper respiratory or sinus nasal infections. I don't know what that is. Um, it doesn't have a. Of course, this one doesn't have a frequently asked question. Of course not. <laughs> uh, it's also National Strawberry Day on Monday, That's and stra- national. It's not strawberry season. National Retro Day. It's not okay. And then we're just going to close out February because there's you know it's it's over next Tuesday. It's over next Tuesday. Um, national Floral Design Day on Tuesday. National Chocolate Soufflé Day. Okay. Uh, national Tooth Fairy Day okay national public sleeping day that's every day yep yep <laughs> take a nap and then rare disease day that's just that's sad. why, that's, is, that a why day? is that a day people stop celebrating crap that is sad and unless you're just trying to raise awareness i mean that's what they're trying to do probably i know but but it's not called awareness day it's just, it sounds rare like a celebration day. day. Of, we're going to celebrate rare diseases. We're going to celebrate rare diseases. Yay. Jeeb. But then again, what do awareness days really do? Right. They're just excuses for 501s to beg for money. Aha. Truth. Stop giving your money to Susan G. Komen, people. <sighs> yeah. They are a scam. Yep. Give them to other things. Right. Like actual hospitals. <laughs> yeah. Susan G. Komen. Any of those companies that like partner with the NFL or it's all money because, and then you see where their CEOs made like $700 million bonuses and shit for a year because, because they, they donate like 4% of their, of all of of their, yeah, yeah. all of their money coming in. The same thing with Goodwill. Goodwill is just a huge scam. Oh yeah. Yeah. They get to get. So look, at but your, I can give them my stuff and they they'll take it. Look at their business model, though. <laughs> oh yeah, they get everything for free. Mm-hmm. and They sell it for a profit. Oh well, yeah, and they give a minimal amount back. But again, their service they provide a service to me. I can get rid of crap. You could do that anyway, though. Yeah, but at least if I give it to them, someone might. I guess. use it. Like right. I don't want to just throw it away. The right. shirts, which I don't, fine. I don't. But take it to. Homeless shelters, women's shelters, you No know, hell, even take your old clothing to fucking Humane Society. They'll use it as bedding. That's true. So, I mean, I just. I can't go into a humane society, though. Without walking home with a puppy. I'm walking animal. home with a puppy. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. You. Or five. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, how how many are getting ready to be put down? I'll just take them all. Well, Hampton oh, County is a no kill shelter. I haven't been to the new one. It's nice. Where Where is it again? It's over off of 106th and... Uh, is it down in Fishers? hmm Yeah, I haven't, I haven't been down there since they moved it out of Noblesville. Yeah, it's really nice. Well, I would hope so because the Noblesville one was kind of crappy. Yeah, it was old. Is it better than the one in Marion County? I've never been to that one. You've been, never been to the Marion County one? Mm-mm. Marion County one's a pretty nice one. Uh, it's to, right, it's right been, off Michigan, though. I've been to the Boone County and I've been the, to the old Hamilton County. See, I don't even know where the Boone County one is. I don't know the streets. I don't know. Out there. I mean, to be fair, I mean we rescued. We, we, to be, fair, oh, to be uh, fair, we rescued Gage, but I never stepped foot in the actual Humane Society. Oh, really? Because he was at uh, an adoption day at Petco. That's right. Yeah. So when the wife went and got him, um, she went there, but mm. I was at work, so I remember puppy Gage. Puppy Gage, he's mad that I locked him out of here today. Well, he's about to come in. Yep. You got anything else, Nicholas? No. Go bananas. Go bananas. Uh, watch some baseball this weekend if you can, and just have a good weekend, guys. For this week with the Booth Buddies, I'm Nick Doty. I'm Daniel Bragg. Good night. And good fight. with me just for the hell of